All right, how's everybody doing? Hotel. Hey, this is Michael M. Hotel, founder of the African History Network, host of the African History Network show. I'm the talk show host, researcher, lecturer, and writer. It is Sunday, August 26, 2018, and we are live. So everybody share this broadcast on your Facebook page, invite your friends to tune in also, all right? So I wanted to talk about this story that um, I saw um, at the blackenterprise.com, and then also uh, I saw this story at um, news1.com. And this deals with uh, the Congressional Black Caucus uniting with the National Urban League to uh, create the jobs, jo the jobs and Justice Tour, the Jobs and Justice Tour 2018 to uh, empower the African-American community, okay? All right, so, uh, and then also, uh, we'll talk about how you can advertise with the African History Network as well. So, African-American business owners, post the name of your uh, business here on the thread of the broadcast as well, okay? All right, so uh, this is a really good story. Now, it started, it started out in uh, Detroit this past week, and I didn't even know about it. I just found out about this uh, a couple of days ago. Um, actually, yesterday, August 20, uh, early, early this morning, I found out about it. Late last night, early this morning, I found out about this. But the National Urban League, uh, in cooperation with the Congressional Black Caucus, the CBC, um, they are uniting for the uh, Jobs and Justice Tour 2018. Now this tour started uh, in Detroit. It's a multi-city tour. It started in Detroit on uh, this past Thursday, which was uh, I think the 23rd, yeah, August 23rd, to promote economic stability and growth in urban communities around the country. Okay, and this is, this is something very important. Uh, the Jobs and Justice Tour kicked off in Detroit, Michigan. It promises to empower uh, African-Americans with knowledge, tools, and resources to increase upward mobility and ensure equal protection under the law through a series of town hall discussions, okay? Uh, and I remember a few years ago, back during the recession, I remember the CBC uh, did a multi-city tour uh, which was a job fair, uh, and it was a job fair. They had workshops, things like this, to help uh, African Americans gain employment. Now, with this initiative here, I, it doesn't appear that there is a job fair associated with it. Um, however, that may be something coming. It would be good if they did that. Uh, but what what they are doing is uh, important and needed as well. Okay, we're going to continue here and uh, share this broadcast on your Facebook page. Okay, invite your friends to tune in and be sure to listen to the African History Network show uh, Sundays 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on 9 10 a.m. The Superstation uh, WFDF in Detroit. We'll be on live tonight. We'll be on Facebook Live also broadcasting from the uh, radio station studio as well. All right, and let me share this on my personal page. Okay, so now let me do that. All right, let's continue here. Okay, so uh, this is the Jobs and Justice Tour 2018. It started in Detroit. I did not know it. I did not hear anything about this. 
So during the tour, the National Urban League and its local affiliates will lead the discussions with Congressional Black Caucus members about policies to advance a Black prosperity. The town hall discussions will also focus on how African-Americans can use their voice and their vote to change their communities and the nation at large, to use our voice and our vote to change the communities and the nation at large. And that's extremely important because a lot of these people who we call on the radio shows every day complaining about, we need to vote them out of office. But we also need to leverage our dollars to enforce our political agenda as well, okay? All right, and uh, let me post this here. Uh, you can email us at customerservice at africanhistorynetwork.com, customerservice at africanhistorynetwork.com uh, for more information about advertising uh, with the African History Network. Okay, so, uh, so the town hall discussions will also focus on how African-Americans can use their voice and vote to change their communities and the nation at large, all right? And politics is the legal distribution of scarce wealth, power, and resources. The legal distribution of scarce wealth, power, and resources and the writing of laws, statutes, ordinances, amendments, and treaties, their adoption, interpretation, and enforcement, okay? So politics impacts uh, every aspect of our lives, okay? Whether you realize it or not, politics impacts every, uh, every aspect of our lives. All right. and. Let me try to turn this off here. Well, let me turn it off. Okay. New conversation. All right, just a second here. All right. All right, let's continue here. So uh, Mark Morial, who's the president and CEO of the National Urban League, he said that urban communities and infra infrastructure have been shattered, not by bombs and tanks, but by malfeasance and indifference, okay? He said it is past time for our government to demonstrate the very same commitment to our own struggling urban families and communities that was shown when Europe needed rebuilding after, the, after World War II, Afghanistan following the war on terror, and Wall Street during the financial crisis. So he's saying, well, wait a second, when America declared war, America went to war with these other nations. After the war, they invested billions of dollars to rebuild these nations they attacked, okay? He's saying that the urban city, the uh, inner city, the urban areas, they need that same type of investment. Now, the tour is named after the Jobs and Justice uh, Act of 2018. And this is a 1,300-page bill that addresses economic and social inequities and injustices. And uh, you can go to cbc.house.gov, cbc.house.gov, and um, they have the uh, information there uh, for the uh, Jobs and Justice uh, uh, Act 2018. And um, in this article, they also have a link uh, to the bill, which is at congress.gov, congress.gov. cbc.house.gov is the official website of the Congressional Black Caucus, okay? Um, and uh, congress.gov, uh, this looks like Bill 5785 is what it is. We'll try to post this link here. Um, 
Let me see if it lets me post this here in the thread of the broadcast. All right. Okay, so yeah, this is a 1300 page bill that was uh, introduced by CBC Chairman Representative Cedric Richmond, all right? And uh, this bill addresses economic and social inequities and injustices, all right? Um, it was introduced in May of 2018 by Representative Cedric Richmond. And the bill calls for investments in public schools and infrastructure. We know the majority of African-American students go to public schools. We can talk about homeschooling, we can talk about charter schools, what have you, but the majority of African-American children still go to public schools. So this bill calls for investments in public schools and infrastructure, a federally mandated living wage, restorative uh, justice for ex-offenders, and tax incentives for hiring uh, young people, veterans, and the unemployed. So this bill is really, really important because when you talk about being able to hire uh, younger people, I guess they're talking about under 18. We know some of them don't want to work there in school full time. Others want to work, but it can uh, keep a lot of them out of trouble, put some money in their pocket, uh, teach them. Uh, they can, they can, they can uh, start out learning a particular business, a particular industry. And then also for veterans, that's extremely important because a large percentage of your homeless population are veterans, okay? And uh, a significant portion of that are African-American veterans as well. All right, now this bill also incorporates the National Urban League's Main Street Marshall Plan from poverty to shared prosperity. Main Street Marshall Plan from poverty to shared prosperity. And this is a comprehensive proposal that aims to combat poverty and promote equality by investing $4 trillion in infrastructure, education, job training, and health insurance over the course of 10 years, okay? So that's basically $400 billion a year, okay, over the course of 10 years. Uh, comprehensive proposal that aims to combat poverty and promote equality by investing $4 trillion in infrastructure, education, job training, uh, and health insurance over the course of 10 years. Now, according to Representative Cedric Richmond, the uh, record-breaking African-American employment rate, uh, which is a historic achievement that, Donald, that the Trump administration, including Donald Trump, has misleadingly taken credit for achieving, okay? We just saw, uh, and they give absolutely no credit to President Barack Obama. We know that under President Obama, the unemployment rate for African-Americans was cut by a little more than half. It was about 16.8% uh, in um, March of 2010. By December 2016, it was 7.8%, okay? It was cut, he cut it by half. Trump inherited this pretty healthy economy. There have been about 94 uh, consecutive months of private sector job growth. But that started under President Obama. Trump gives President Obama absolutely no credit for that whatsoever. He just makes people think he just created this himself, okay? Which is, which is totally inaccurate. And we just saw Sarah Huckabee Sanders about two weeks ago uh, lie about the 
uh, number of jobs for African-Americans that President Obama created. She lied and said it was only 195,000 in eight years and said uh, Trump has done three times that 700,000 in his 18 months in office. No, it was 3 million. It was 2.95 million under President Obama. She just sat up there and just told a, uh, a bold-faced lie, okay? And I watched it live when it happened. All right, um, and let me, um, let me find a, uh, there's an article uh, about that as well. Actually, we posted one today from the Washington Post that breaks that down. I dealt with it last Sunday uh, on my radio show. But uh, she just stood up there and told a bold-faced lie, as she does usually when she uh, has a White House press secretary uh, conferences. I don't know why they keep having them, because they just uh, just stand there and tell these bold-faced lies. Um, the Washington Post, uh, this is written, I think, who was this? Uh, David A. Love wrote this article, or David Swartlick, who wrote this one here? Yeah, David Swartlick, August 21st, uh, 2018. By Trump's own standard, Obama was better for Black Americans than he was. This is dealing with the facts. This is not dealing with a. Uh, this is not dealing with uh, conspiracy theories. Okay, um, this is understanding the facts and the evidence. We'll post the uh, link to this article here on the thread of the broadcast. Also, this is from Washington Post, August twenty first, two thousand eighteen. Okay, so we can deal with some accurate uh, information. Sorry, but the president has not done more for black Americans than his predecessor, even by his preferred metrics. Okay, and that lays out the information that lays out the data that you can research yourself. All right, proper documentation ends all conversation. Okay, so this is a, uh, and we posted it on um, our fan page, the African History Network, also. All right, post the name of the African-American-owned business here on the thread of the broadcast also. And uh, email us at uh, customer service at africanhistorynetwork.com. Uh, you can advertise with African History Network on the uh, audio podcast of our radio show. We reach uh, thousands of people on a weekly basis. We're on six different podcast platforms that I know of, including iTunes, Acast, uh, CastBox, fmplayertunein.com and blog talk radio. You put your 60 second commercial into our podcast. You can reach thousands of people across the country. We have a special promotion for a few days, uh, a few days left. Buy one month, get one month free. Buy one month, get one month free. Email us at customer service at africanhistorynetwork.com. Okay. And uh, we can get you started today because I do the radio show Sundays. Uh, Sunday nights, and we take the podcast of that, put your commercial into that, and there's some other um, broadcasts I do throughout the week as well. We do that also, okay? All right, so let's continue here. So this is coming to Philadelphia. Uh, this tour is coming to Philadelphia September 7th, so look out for it, okay? And it's a multi-city uh, tour. All right, so according to Representative Cedric Richmond, the record-breaking African-American employment rate uh, that Trump likes to brag about should not be used as a measure of success for the African-American community. 
Uh, rather, he called for attention to systemic ills that have caused the African-American unemployment rate to remain double the rate of whites and has stalled the progression of African-Americans who still lag behind whites in wealth, income, and home ownership and across all educational levels, all right? So Cedric Richmond said, uh, quote, some folks would have you believe that our community is doing well because African-American unemployment is at a historic low, which is the result of policies and programs implemented by the Obama administration. Now, um, it's only been tracked by race, the unemployment rate has only been tracked by race since 1972, all right? It's only been tracked by race since 1972. Uh, and I think uh, in the article from uh, David Swartlick, they talk about that. All right. Okay, let's continue here. Um, okay, so he says, um, he said, but the African-American unemployment rate is not a good barometer of our community's success. When African-Americans were slaves and sharecroppers, the African-American unemployment rate was 0%. But I don't think anyone would say that our community was doing well then. As a result of racism and discrimination in our country, African-Americans still face a number of economic and social barriers that the federal government can and should help our community, uh, the federal government should uh, help our community address since it was still, since it was and still is complicit in building them, okay? Although we have come a long way, we still have a long way to go, all right? Now, the next, um, uh, the next stop on the Jobs and Justice Tour is Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, September 7th. Other dates will be announced in the coming weeks, all right? And news1.com had an article uh, about this as well. Uh, Congressional Black Caucus and the National Urban League launched Jobs and Justice Tour. Um, and this is uh, from August 25th, uh, it looks like. Uh, yeah, from August 25th. The article from uh blackenterprise.com is from august 23rd 2018 written by selena hill it's called black leaders unite to bring jobs and justice uh to black america and uh, i was on the cbc's twitter page early this morning um the they tweeted um the twitter page is at official cbc but they tweeted the first stop was in Detroit. The second stop will be in Philadelphia. More stops will be, be announced soon. CBC and National Urban League hope folks walk away from the town halls ready to use their voice and vote to affect change in the country, all right? We know midterm elections are coming up, okay? We just, uh, November 6, 2018, we just saw how in Randolph County, in Georgia, and this is something I'm going to talk about tonight on my radio show. We just saw how uh, in Randolph County, in Georgia, um, they were trying to the the um, elections board there was trying to close um, seven out of nine polling places 
in Randolph County, and Randolph County is more than 55% African-American, okay? Now, you had activists that rose up and they were able to stop this measure just a few days ago, but this is serious. Georgia is where Stacey Abrams is running for governor. Stacey Abrams could be the first African-American female governor in the history of this country. We see the demographics of Georgia has changed also. Georgia is about 40% non-white, okay? We, we have seen the demographics changing. And uh, this initiative right here, and, and see, in this election, this gubernatorial, uh, gubernatorial election uh, for Georgia, every vote counts. Every vote matters. And you have Republicans that know this, so they're trying to engage in voter suppression, all right? Um, so some activists were suspicious of the board's motives, noting that Randolph County is more than 55% African-American and many residents have low incomes. And the county, which covers 431 square miles, has no public transportation system either. They wanted to, they wanted to close seven out of nine polling places. And, um, they said they would, and 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 they said it was the uh, the two member county election board, okay. And they and they were citing problems including uh, uh, facilities in disrepair or inaccessible to people with disabilities, okay. Uh, so they, they scheduled a vote for Friday. The two member county election board scheduled a vote for Friday. What happened was was that there was a consultant um, for, the, uh, for Randolph County who proposed to close two thirds of the polling places. Washington Post uh, reported August 23rd, uh, officials in Randolph County, Georgia have fired the consultant whose proposal to close two thirds of the polling places in this majority black county was blasted by voting rights activists. But they, but but see, what's interesting is they only fired this person after there was so much backlash, after the articles were written, after there was backlash from voting rights activists. Then they fired this person. Now the move comes ahead of a scheduled Friday vote, Friday, August twenty-fourth, to plan uh, on the oh, um, Friday, August twenty-fifth. No, August twenty-fourth, on the plan to close seven of nine polling places requiring some residents in the rural county to travel up to 10 miles to vote at their new precincts. So the question we should ask ourselves is that, well, wait a second, if, if, it does, if your vote doesn't matter, your vote doesn't count, then why are Republicans working so hard to suppress the African-American vote? Once again, we still haven't figured out how important our vote is and how it scares people, how it scares certain people when you have African-Americans organizing to vote. And they're, and they're scared of Stacey Abrams becoming governor in Georgia, okay? Uh, remember, Georgia was one of those uh, Confederate states also. Just keep that in mind, all right? Okay, uh, post the name of your African-American-owned business here on the thread of, your, thread of the broadcast, broadcast, how's everybody doing? We have Carl, we have Kim, 
Um, who else is here? Wake up, rise up, vote, vote, vote. Kim Robinson said. We've got Todd. So this is uh, what the CBC is doing with the National Urban League. I haven't heard a whole lot about this, okay? But this is something important for us to know about. Uh, pay attention to this when this comes to your city, okay? Go to cbc.house.gov to get more information. Uh, cbc.house.gov. Uh, All Eye Security LLC. Uh, Linnell, okay. And um, to advertise with the African History Network, hey, email us at customer service at africanhistorynetwork.com. We put your 30 second and 60 second commercial, uh, radio commercial into the audio podcast of our radio shows. I do the show Sunday night and um, we do a live Sunday night and we add your commercial to the audio podcast. Um, we're on six different podcast platforms, Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, TuneIn.com, CastBox, FM Player, Acast. I've been hosting the African History Network show for eight years now. And uh, on Blog Talk, uh, between one to two weeks, we reach, we get uh, between 4,000 to 8,000 listens per show on average uh, in one to two weeks. Okay. And we can record a commercial for you if you don't have one. You can write out a script. You can record the commercial yourself, or we can record one for you. Okay, no additional charge. Email us at customer service at africanhistorynetwork.com. Customer service at africanhistorynetwork.com for more information. All right. Because a lot of times African American owned businesses have a hard time trying to find new customers, hard time dealing with marketing, advertising. So we have low cost um, uh, solutions for that. All right. We reach people all across the country. We can also put your uh, flyer or, or something like that for your business in our email newsletter that goes out three to four times a week. We have one going out this evening to promote um, tonight's radio show. Okay. So I have a special promotion buy one month, get one month free. Email us at customer service at AfricanHistoryNetwork.com. We can get your ad up and running today or tomorrow. All right. And uh, what other business do we have here? So if you are a, uh, you have an African-American uh, bookstore, okay? Uh, or you sell books online or something like that. If you are an author, you sell African garb or you sell clothing, you have a brick and mortar store, you have an e-commerce store. Uh, you wanna advertise with the African History Network, okay? If you um, have upcoming events that you wanna promote, you may have some type of, um, African festival, African American festival, Caribbean festival, what have you, a huge Kwanzaa event. Uh, you may be bringing in a speaker like a Professor James Small. He was just at the Charles H. Wright Museum of African American History um, Saturday, August 25th, for a screening of the documentary 1804, The Hidden History of Haiti. So I was there with Professor Small and our sister Izili Danto, who's in the film also. So you may have a, a speaker coming in. You want to promote that, all right? Email us at customer service at africanhistorynetwork.com. We have Amos, Samuel, uh, Kaotris, uh, Felicia. There's a few of the people watching, okay? 
what other uh, businesses do we have here? Uh, also, you can uh, register for the online courses that I teach dealing with our history, all different topics. They're all on demand. You can watch from around the world, okay? Uh, and we have uh, this right on the homepage of AfricanHistoryNetwork.com, AfricanHistoryNetwork.com. We also posted the link here. And we have a 10-course online bundle pack. So uh, it's regularly $130 on sale, $60. You get 10 of my online courses. It includes uh, Ancient Kemet, the Moors, and the Ma'afa, Understanding the Transatlantic Slave Trade, what they didn't teach you in school. Ancient Kemet, the Moors, and the Ma'afa, Understanding the Transatlantic Slave Trade, what they didn't teach you in school. That's a 14-hour, seven-session online course that I teach. We deal with thousands of years of history. Uh, it also uh, it also includes um, African-American resistance in the era of Donald Trump, voter suppression, reparations, and how elections have consequences, great African women in history, the mothers of civilization. Uh, it includes an uh, uh, online class I did dealing with the film Black Panther back on March 31st, 2018. So it's a lot there. You can watch them over and over again, watch them around the world. They're all on demand. Watch at your own pace, okay? Uh, that's at AfricanHistoryNetwork.com, AfricanHistoryNetwork.com. We also just posted the uh, link there on the thread of the broadcast also, okay? All right. Oh, yeah, hey, Marticia, how you doing? All right, Marticia, let's see, Marticia Patterson, Patterson Plan. She's a certified financial planner. You hear her uh, commercials in the podcast of our shows, right? Uh, so you'll hear, we'll, we'll upload Sunday show, we'll upload that Monday, so you'll hear her commercials also. Now, you can listen to the podcast of our shows at AfricanHistoryNetwork.com, AfricanHistoryNetwork.com. You can listen to the podcast of our shows there, AfricanHistoryNetwork.com. And, uh, okay, is your website, uh, post your website, Marticia. Patterson Plans, yeah, post your website. And she can handle, you can handle people across the country, right, uh, Marticia? Okay. I'll wait for her to post that. Uh, so on tonight's show, there's a lot to talk about. Um, deciding what to leave in the show, what to take out, because I only have a two-hour show. So we have a lot to talk about tonight. Oh, you don't want to miss tonight's show. First of all, this was probably Donald Trump's worst week as president. Oh, Paul Manafort was convicted on eight counts. We saw Michael Coyne, his fixer attorney, uh, pled guilty to eight counts. It looks like Michael Coyne is going to flip and become a witness. Coyne has tapes. Omarosa has tapes. You see uh, Michael Avenatti, Stormy Daniels' attorney. Um, on the news talking about how this is going to lead to uh, the end of Trump's uh, presidency. Let's keep our fingers crossed. Trump is going to be forced to resign from office. I already said that. Trump is going to be forced to resign from office. This week was horrible. David Pecker, who uh, heads up the National Enquirer, we found out about a vault of evidence he has of buried stories, catch and kill. They pay people for the story, then don't publish it. Uh, and what's in this vault could very well open Trump up to be being blackmailed as well. 
oh, this was a horrible week for Donald Trump, okay? But uh, we'll talk some about that, but I, I really want to deal with um, this national prison strike that started August 21st, and this has not been getting a lot of coverage. Um, okay. Website, uh, Patterson Plan 17 hyphen. Wix, Wixsite.com, W-I-X-S-I-T-E, okay. Patterson Plans, 17-Wixsite.com. And Marticia said, yes, I uh, am working with people uh, anywhere in the U.S. Okay, good. Um, so August 21st to September 9th, you have this nationwide prison strike. It's in at least 17 states. Now, there was a prison strike two years ago that I talked about on our radio shows uh, and here on Facebook and uh, on our radio shows on 9, 10 a.m., the Superstation, okay? Uh, this is a new one now. August 21st, so first of all, this is Black August, right? And Black August uh, really commemorates the, uh, deals with the Soul Dad brothers and the, uh, uh, what you know? What led to the arrest of Angela Davis uh, and uh, George Jackson, who was a member of the Black Panther Party for self-defense, who, who, who was in prison. So you have that whole uh, occurrence there. But also, uh, Black August is a time to uh, for African Americans to reflect and and and, and celebrate the uh, the Black Power movement. Also, but um, August twenty-first is the uh, anniversary of the Nat Turner Rebellion of 1831, the, the start of the Nat Turner Rebellion of 1831. We know August 22nd, uh, going into August 23rd, was the beginning of the Haitian Revolution of 1791, okay? And we know that August 23rd is the international, is the, is the uh, day uh, for the international remembrance of the slave trade and its abolition. That was created um, uh, August 23rd, 1998 by the United Nations surrounding the beginning of the Haitian Revolution, okay? Uh, and then this, in this um, stri strike in September 9th. Well, September 9th was the uh, beginning of the Attica uh, uprising in uh, Attica Prison in, in New York in 1971. There was a movie that was made about it with Gene Hackman and uh, Jim Brown um, about Attica. And then also September 9th, now they may not know this, uh, the people organizing this strike, but September 9th is also the anniversary of the Stono Rebellion in South Carolina in 1639, which was one of the first slave rebellions uh, in this country, okay? This is even before it was the United States. Uh, you still have colonies. Okay, so, um, and they, they, uh, they are protesting, uh, they want an end to slave labor and slave wages. Uh, they're protesting for better conditions. There's a number of things that uh, they want, okay? Uh, so, uh, so this is taking place right now. It's not getting a lot of media attention. Now, this morning on Politics Nation, Reverend Al Sharpton dealt with this topic, okay? I haven't seen it dealt with um, on other shows on MSNBC. I know there's been a lot of coverage of Senator John McCain because he passed away yesterday. Uh, so there's been a huge amount of coverage surrounding that. And um, the shooting that took place 
at the Madden tournament in Florida today. Crazy. A lot of coverage around that. But I haven't seen, outside of Reverend Al Sharpton's show, I haven't seen anybody coverage. I don't think Joanne Reed covered it. Even though she covers a lot, you know, I, I don't think she covered I watched the show today uh, and yesterday. And I know yesterday and today she covered uh, Senator John McCain a lot. So maybe, hopefully next week she'll cover it. Um, and then also we see Donald Trump uh, uh, wading into the expropriation without compensation uh, proposal in South Africa dealing with taking land back from white South African farmers, descendants of invaders and colonizers who killed our ancestors to steal the land in the first place, and they ain't paying anything for the land when they stole it, okay? We see, and Donald Trump wades into this conversation on Twitter and spreads lies about uh, widespread uh, killings of white South African farmers, okay? And there, there was a, a, a lot discuss there, there was a lot of uh discussion and a lot of coverage of this this past week um paris denard paris denard one of uh, uh donald trump's favorite african-american sycophants and i don't even want to refer to him as african he's more like black um one of, one of donald trump's lackeys and sycophants who loved to defend Donald Trump. Um, he was, he's been exposed as being fired from his previous job for sexual harassment, sexually harassing women. This was a shock to some people. Um, and he's been suspended by CNN. Good job, CNN finally did something right, good. I, I don't know why the hell you had him on there in the first place, to tell you the truth. So um, a lot of people were happy this week from that. Oh, a lot of people were laughing. I know Angela Rye was probably laughing, and April Ryan was probably laughing as well. Maybe they'll bring them over to Fox News, because they have a lot of people over there accused of sexual harassment over at Fox News, right? Roger Ailes, who was the founder, uh, Bill O'Reilly, you know, uh, and then uh, Bill Shine, who's the White House Communications Director now for Trump. You know, it looks like he couldn't find a respectable job somewhere else because, and he was accused of mishandling sexual harassment uh, allegations and things like this at Fox News. He's now the White House communications director. So, you know, and it is interesting that uh, he was fired for sexual harassment, uh, Paris Denard, and he loves defending Donald Trump, who's accused by at least 19 women of sexual harassment. Isn't that interesting? Vultures of a feather flock together. So we're going to talk about that tonight and some other things on the African History Network show. Uh, we see that uh, uh, in Georgia, they wanted to close two-thirds of the uh, polling places in Randolph County. That is more than 55% African-American, and activists rose up against that. Uh, we'll talk about that story. Uh, and then also... Um, what else? I'm going to try to get to the story here. I haven't heard a lot about it. Atlanta Black Star, AtlantaBlackStar.com had an article about this. Um, Betsy DeVos, uh, her elimination of uh, an Obama, uh, President Obama rule or policy allowing, which will, which will allow for uh, for-profit colleges to swindle 
poor African-American students. And what Betsy DeVos has been doing at the, second, at the Department of Education is horrific. People have not really been paying attention to this. I deal with it, you know, we post articles here. I deal with it some on my show. I'm only on two hours a week. I do other pod, uh, I do other Facebook Live broadcasts outside of the radio show, but I've been traveling and uh, I, said, I was doing two lectures and one pound discussion last weekend at the African World Festival. This past Tuesday, I was on a panel discussion dealing with uh, the rise of uh, uh, racism on college campuses at the National Association of uh, the National Association of uh, uh, Black Financial Planners or Stockbrokers or something organized here in Detroit. So uh, two weekends ago, I was speaking in San Diego, and I'm getting ready for the All Black National Convention in. Philadelphia, um, September 26th through the 30th, the one that Dr. Boyce Watkins does. So I'll be there once again this year. I'll be on the panel discussion. Then why we must buy black. I'll be a vendor also. I need to book my hotel too. Now that I think about it, I need to book my hotel uh, tomorrow. Um, so it's been busy. It's been hectic. All right. But what Bessie DeVos is doing at the Secretary of Education uh, at the Department of Education is horrific. Uh, and she's putting these policies into place, reversing policies President Obama had in place to hold these for-profit colleges accountable. And it was President Obama who shut down a lot of these for-profit colleges, including ITT Tech. That's why you don't see any more commercials from ITT Tech. Because what a lot of these for-profit colleges would do is that they would disproportionately target African-Americans and Hispanics. And they would get them to take out these exorbitant student loans, okay? And um, uh, then you saddled with this debt and they had a poor record, many of them, in placing people in the jobs that had anything to do with the, their degree. So now you don't have a job and you saddled with all this debt, you end up defaulting on the loan, things like this. So President Obama was putting me put measures in place to really hold them accountable. And some of these, some of these colleges, he closed, he shut down. Okay. And now keep in mind that it was Donald Trump who nominated Betsy DeVos, who had no, absolutely no experience running a school, running the Department of Education. She had the only background she had really in education was destroying public schools and pushing and promoting for-profit charter schools in the state of Michigan. Her and her husband, Dick DeVos, they have a long history in the state of Michigan. We've been fighting against them for years. This is why when, uh, and the only reason why she got that job was because her and her husband had donated, you know, they donated a lot of money to uh, Trump's campaign. And she fulfills Trump's agenda of destroying public education. Okay. So, um, this is what's taking place. So we're going to talk about that. Uh, we'll talk about that tonight. This is an example of how elections have consequences. Now, remember, it was Trump who nominated Betsy DeVos. Then she was confirmed by the U.S. Senate in the vote of 51 to 50. Okay? Because the deciding vote was, it was a tie. So the deciding vote was Vice President uh, Mike Pence. 
So the people that told you don't vote, they ain't tell you that if there's a tie in the U.S. Senate, it's the vice president that gets to decide and vote. The people that told you don't vote didn't tell you none of that. They didn't, they didn't say, well, wait a second, and that secretary of education is gonna reverse all these policies that President Obama had in place. Many of this were beneficial to African-Americans, but they ain't talk about none of that. Um, and keep in mind, it was Donald Trump who had a for-profit fake university called Trump University. And he ended up being sued by the attorney general of the state of New York. He ended up having to pay $25 million. He had to pay a $24 million settlement and a $1 million fine. Right? Remember all that? That was a fake university, for-profit fake university that Trump had. And here you have his secretary of miseducation putting policies in place that are, that are favorable to these for-profit colleges, reversing these policies that President Obama had in place to hold them accountable. Very interesting. And these are the, these are the people who asked you, what the hell do you have to lose? Interesting. All right, so. Um, email us at customer service at africanhistorynetwork.com customer service at africanhistorynetwork.com uh, to uh, find out more information about advertising with the African History Network and we have a special promotion for a few more days, buy one month, get one month free, we have a few more slots uh, left and uh, we can get your uh, we can get your uh, commercial running uh, on Monday because we'll get the podcast of Sunday show. We'll get that up uh, Monday. Um, Martisha said, are people still about to have these loans forgiven if the dollars were used for tuition for one of these colleges? Um, well, see, see, the thing is, some some of those policies uh, Betsy DeVos has been reversed, and now there was uh, one policy that was supposed to go into place July, go in place uh, July 2017. Betsy DeVos tried to delay it. She was sued, uh, I think it was by attorney generals from different states, so I think um, she had to enforce that. But some of those things, because see, there was loan forgiveness that President Obama put in place, they, uh, there's a backlog uh, when you deal with the applications. There's a lot of things that Betsy DeVos has done to destroy the Department of Education and to reverse these policies President Obama put in place. Okay, AtlantaBlackStar.com has some good articles dealing with it. Um, AtlantaBlackStar.com, that's one of the best ones. NewsOne.com has some also. Uh, you could you could probably find some at the Washington Post, but AtlantaBlackStar.com targets the African American community. So the, I mean, these are things we really, really need to pay attention to. All right. Okay, look, we gotta get out of here. I gotta get ready for tonight's show. Uh, hey, remember at the African History Network, we focus on educating, empowering, and empowering. At the African History Network, we focus on educating, inspiring, and empowering people. African descent throughout the diaspora and around the world because right now it's correct wrong behavior. What you do for yourself, what you do to yourself, 
And what you allow other people to do to you and get away with is based upon what you think about yourself. Right now is correct wrong behavior. It's not over till we win. We'll talk to you next time. Peace. And Wakanda forever. <laughs>